Good night. Good afternoon. Not quite afternoon yet, but by the time it, I share my podcast, it will be afternoon. This is Darlene Anderson welcoming you to another half an hour of my parent or yeah, parent empowerment hour. I call it parent empowerment hour because of I was a parent and I understand the importance of parenting. And I also understand the importance of understanding that public schools in our communities have really failed African-American children, but not only African-American children, perhaps we can say they failed a lot of children. But for African-American children who came into the program later, you know, early in the system, not as early in the system and not when public schools were even thought about organizing and how we fund our public schools and how we fund our public services really go to what the expectation should be in providing services to all people in America, just as we do not require you to be a citizen to receive services in America. And children have a right to all public services. So therefore, we count our people by using the census and we provide those services to the people locally. And because we put tax dollars back in states and help states support their people by, you know, and they and they do things within their state, county revenue, city revenue, you know, it just depends. We have a, a vast nation and we have different contracts that we support that are building and provide jobs. And, you know, when you really start thinking about it, it's just a huge network of, uh, it's America and it's how we are as a nation. And the importance of understanding the power and ensuring that people who live within your local community have the same access as you do. And that we're supporting all families and that this be the mission of America versus creating the nation that the path we were on was a prison nation. And how can we continue to not educate people and expect them to do better? No, it's just unacceptable. So as we know better, we should do better. And as we can see that doing nothing when dysfunction is happening only leads to more chaos. As we all witness on January 6, 2021, when we were supposed to be counting and transitioning America to our new president, that our past president who never should have been in the White House did the same things that he tried to do that worked for him before when he got in the White House. See, he was he was wrong in thinking that it worked last time and it'll work again. And he was wrong in thinking that he could persuade most of Americans to vote for him as he was running through the country talking about what he had done for African Americans and he forgot that African Americans had been have been brutalized in America. And under his watch, we've been allowed to be murdered in plain view, and we are still citizens. We are real Americans. We are more Americans. We are Americans. We are the first American citizens. And I can say, I am tired of seeing young African-American males being murdered under the authority of the code of honor. No, no, no. Enough is enough. We have a better nation and we should have people who need mental health services receive those mental health services. Understand that public education is just a modified behavior. And if we're working on modifications of behavior, we need to measure the maintenance of effort and how well we're doing, not just in one city, but every city. And as you know, we we operate under a republic. 
just let me explain to you how the Republic works, Sherlock. A Republic is a network of states and agencies that provide public services to the people who live here in America. And as we are one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, know that we're talking about justice for all and not justice just for us. Because you are afraid and we've dealt with so many things this year. Oh, the Becky calls. Go Becky. Okay. Who uh, who could complain about fear and how it used to work. You know, how they did. All of the continuous thought about how black people have no power. Black people really do have power. Just as everyday Americans. Just as immigrants who come here and become citizens. We all have power now. We all operate under the same rules. And it's unfortunate that some of the things and some of the tricks that used to work were still working. So as Americans, we all need to roll our sleeves up and get together. As it is just going to be unacceptable to continue down this behavior because we see what happened. I mean, we almost destroyed the whole nation. We all knew it was coming. Four years of Donald Trump saying that He's here to break America. And nobody said nothing. And then he started breaking things, changing things, taking away responsible people and putting irresponsible people in places of responsibility. And you can see he made friends with all of the dictators and went to visit them. You know, Putin, you know, Kim Jong-un, you know. I mean, you know, come on now. Really? Where are we going in this nation when we have children living on the street and families living on the street and senior citizens living on the street and we have no process created or thought about or talked about to ensure that we have the ability to provide access to public services for all people. So the reality is that we must rethink this game and the honest explanation that I can tell you, I mean, you know, from my perspective is that I cannot teach somebody who's sitting in position to create a pathway on how actually, actually happens. But I can talk to people and perhaps we can come together and talk about measuring the maintenance of effort and talking about the benefit of what we're doing and talking about if it's working and if it's not working, changing things. But no, we're never going to make it work by keeping things in place and pretending that these people have been doing it for a long time and therefore they're just entitled. No, because if they're not making it work, then they need to go. And that's the basic, that's the basic understanding of being an American citizen. See, this is the basic understanding that understanding how special education actually works because people don't get to continue to provide services to you or your child if they're not making a difference for you or your child. The most important thing that you can understand is that you have a right to have an evaluation to determine if that is the type of support that your child actually needs. And if it's not, then you have a right to talk about how and perhaps how things can change for the benefit of your child. You just don't understand how much power you actually have and failure is just not an option and has never been an option so perhaps we can meet 
because none of the states who are actually applying, you know, who I don't believe anybody really applied for the waiver for special education. And I don't think that people actually understand this waiver process just because they were using the waiver and what waiver did they actually apply for? I think here in Nevada, they only applied for the food stamp waiver. That was good enough for them to continue to get the money for the kids in poverty. They didn't apply for the education waiver because I don't see any data. And what I realize is that when I start looking at their end data, when I start looking at their 2024 plans and the data that they provided to the federal government, well, they just had empty columns. I mean, tons of empty columns and they're still getting the money. And I said, how is this? How does this continue to happen? And then I tried to talk to familiar people, people who I think should understand how public education works and I can't get any answers. So therefore, you know, the most important thing is to create a tool in which you can gather like-minded people to talk about. Perhaps you can message me because I can't message myself in any of these podcasts. And if you have questions, perhaps I can provide an answer or tell you what I have experienced because life is about experience and public education is about experience and measuring and tools and monitoring and benefiting and growing and developing. And what are we talking about? America. America was always measuring and monitoring and growing and developing. But then we started hiding and pretending and putting people in jail and killing people because they didn't have the same level of intelligence, basically, and making it all right that someone would kill a disabled person and making it all right that someone could shoot a man several times in the back, a human seven times in the back and have and say that they feared for their life. Where was the fear going on and how could, I don't care what he had a knife, if there were several officers with guns, with bullets? And why would the necessary shooting him in the back in front of his three children when we had the two black officers in Texas, something happened and they was chasing this white boy. (laughs) And I can honestly tell you, his son was killed while they were chasing him. And them motherfuckers, ooh, Lord help me, went to jail. And that's real. It didn't matter that they were law enforcement agents. So what can we say? What should we say? Need to watch the curse words. Yes. But we need to understand that we all have an obligation being born on this soil. That we have an obligation that we're not feeding the prison system because this is continual dysfunction. Because the maintenance of effort that goes with prison rehabilitation, there's no information about how many people were transitioned out of that behavior. I mean, you need to help me when it comes to prison reform, America reform. Why do we need to reform? Do you realize that most of the people that came to America initially were the criminals that came from England that established, you know, they left England because they couldn't live the way they wanted to live. And they came here. 
Well, guess what happened to the people who were already here? Because, you know, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. No, there were people already here. How can you discover what was already here? You can't discover something that was already discovered. But it, in my lifetime, you can discover whatever you want to discover because it just makes a difference who is in charge and who is talking about the game and who is running the show. And understand me when I say reality begs to differ. We all have an obligation to the society in which we live. And pimping ain't easy, but somebody has to do it. And I can say you have to, as an American citizen, you have an obligation. You just have an obligation to look around and where you live. And so what, you live in a nice neighborhood. But if all the children over there in the school that are going to the school are only the children who have money and everything is wonderful where you live and you have no obligation to the other parts of town with the same money that's running all of those dysfunctional programs. It's the same reality. It's the same America that's running the successful program and the same America that's running the failed program. And if we have prisons and they feel that they have to pepper spray those children up there in the in the juvenile facility, how wild is that? Would you want to be pepper sprayed as an American citizen because you live in a facility? And did you know that they only they they take children as young as eight years old in the juvenile facility? If you don't believe me, just look at the Nevada legislative rules and how they wrote that stuff. And they operate only by Nevada Ledge. They don't operate by the federal government here. So, I mean, they don't have any board policies in the last, they haven't had any board policies I've seen that in the last four or five years that were approved by the governing board. And they have board meetings, but they only approve, what do they approve, contracts? They gave money to a, uh, to a charter school that was a not-for-profit not charter school. And it wasn't a school that was serving children in poverty. And they were talking about in the board meeting that they served two children, two children who were poverty children. Two, one, two. And what happened to the 700 and, or the 998 children that didn't get any services? They just didn't get anything. Because it's okay here. It's okay here to farm poverty, to go after people, just like in Ferguson, how all those tickets and police pullovers and everything were done in the black community. And black black people were just inundated by fines that they could not afford to pay. I remember getting one ticket in my life and it was fair to come to a complete stop in Sacramento, California. And it was in Elk Grove. And it was done by a photo it was done by, you know, the cameras. And I remember pulling up on the intersection. It was clear. There was nobody there. And as I pulled up, the light flashed. And I said, dang, did I get a ticket? I was on my way to a meeting. And I said, well, I didn't want to think about it right then. I said, it happened already. The light flashed. So I just kept going. Well, guess what? I was told that if I had stopped at, at that time when the, when the light flashed, if I had come to a complete stop then, I wouldn't have gotten that ticket. But for that ticket, it was a fine of, I want to say, I had to pay 200 and something dollars. And I had to do community service. 
for that ticket. And it went on my record and I had to pay uh, additional insurance because it gave me a point on my tax, on my, uh, my insurance. How did that happen? It doesn't really matter because somebody sat down and thought about all the penalties that would go for coming to a com- failure to come to a complete soft stop, even if it had nothing to do with public safety. And when I decided that I wanted to say something about it and I wanted to write to it, this, uh, what is it? I wanted to write to the insurance commission in California, but I had moved to Sacramento. Uh, I couldn't get through. I mean, they wouldn't let me email them. I mean, you have to understand this thing about the network and, and the internet and how when Obama was running for office, I was trying to email my Congress members because I had the email, but my emails were being blocked. Oh, yeah. They've been doing this stuff for a long time, and I know what they do. That's how come I'm talking to you and still talking to you. And also, I have to tell you what else they were able to do. I was attending a, a meeting at the NAACP here in Nevada, and I was recording it. And my my recorded video was altered, and my device said, and it was it was an Apple device. It was a new device. It said it had created, it had done an illegal action, and that video was altered, and the attorney general was cut out of it, and parts of it was just cut out, and not saved on my device. Is that? I mean, you know, do we live in America? I realized that perhaps. This is the part of America that's really not America. Because here in Las Vegas, where they have the fifth largest school district and the entertainment capital of the world, and Diana Ross and B.B. King and Bobby Blue Bland and all the great, greatest entertainers performed on the strip here in Nevada and paid taxes duly to the federal government. So black people have been paying taxes in America. And guess what? The black children here (laughs) drop out of school. The black children here have little or no opportunity except for the children who, whose people, whose families, you know, migrate here like me. I'm a migrant, I'm a plant. But then they have people here who sit in positions of elected officials, positions. And they've been given lots of authority and also given money to run programs so they feel like they're doing something for their people, even when they may be only hurting their people, simply by not enforcing the real rules and regulations and the requirements under Title I and the requirements under IDEA, special education and maintenance and and, and monitoring and ensuring that access happens for all people. It ain't happening here. Help yourself. What should I say? I don't know what to say anymore. Truly. I really wish I knew what to say. And I don't. So, i.e., I started doing my podcast. And I had always been doing videos. And recording what I witnessed in the public. Because no other blacks were in the room when I was in the room. And if I didn't document it by a video, how could I even say it was true? It's true. And if we don't understand that public education is a modification of behavior, and that's the intent of it, what are we really saying to ourselves? 
as Americans? I don't know. And if you don't understand that network management is truly network management, and that even if you buy the device, you don't own it. Even if you buy the program, you don't own it. Once you put it on the internet, it basically you become a part of the herd or the part of the crowd or whatever, and policies are applied to you and you're in a group. And then your programs are allowed to work in a manner, and it could be even limited. It could be limited. You wouldn't know if you never experienced how the program should have operated in the first place. And that's just real. You don't know what you don't know. And you only know what you do know. But you only know what you know by your willingness to live up to your trials and tribulations, your choices in life. And it's we're all living by choices because we have a responsibility, an obligation. That choice is everything. Because you didn't have to choose to be with that woman. Or you didn't have to choose to be with that man. And then you didn't have to choose to have that ch- child. But then you made a choice and kept it. But if you had a choice and got rid of it, then people are looking at you too. I mean, you know, everything. We live by our choices. And I can't guarantee you that everything will be all right. Because we do have choices. And we have to make the best choices. Therefore, we have to be well-informed. And being well-informed, know that this is the information age. And we are sitting on the information highway. And if you're listening to me now, it's the information highway. And truly, 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 you will make a pathway for yourself by not pretending that you have that you have no choice in the manner, that you can change things, and understanding that you only know what you know. And that if we don't choose to stand up and demand accountability, then accountability will never happen because this accountability thing is a nationwide issue. And just as Stacey Abrams was able to engage the black people or the ADOS or whatever you want to live, well, however you want to identify yourself, the American people who had never voted in the South woke up and figured out that they could make a difference and they did. Now just understand what's getting ready to happen because, you know, it was Reverend Warnock who won the election in Georgia. And guess what? It was the women's basketball team, the black women basketball team, who decided to want to, they wanted to have a candidate that would represent their interests and their, you know, their beliefs. And that's what you have to have. You have people, you have to have people who represent your interests and beliefs. But not only that, it's critical that nonprofit organizations operate on empowering local community members. They can't continue to do what they've been doing like doing presentations. I don't need anyone to give me a presentation about how it works when they don't know how it works themselves. And that's just real. And I know that they don't know how it works because if they did, they could make a difference. And if you're not making a difference today in 2021, that means you don't know what you're doing. And perhaps you need to think a different way and try a different way because you know you can only try trials and tribulations that's what life is all about trials and tribulations 
And if it's not working for you, then you need to try a different way. It's not working for a lot of people. Native Americans say they're America's first citizens. No, they are Native Americans. And they are the Americans that were here before America happened. And, you know, as they are allowed to have casinos and so many of them are being successful in America, perhaps they should learn to organize like the Hmong and the Mien and the Cambodian nations. I mean, Mai Vang, who won the city council seat, first won the local school board seat. And just because you're able to organize and empower yourself through city council and school boards, I mean, if the people are there, not they're not holding you accountable, it doesn't bring about the changes. I mean, we really have to have people who understand what it should like look like, understand how to measure the impact of change, talk about the impact of change, talk about failure, talk about opportunity, but the opportunity really has to be there. It can be what it's been. And quite frankly, I don't know what it's been. But I could care less if people give me permission to talk about what I see as failed services or not. I don't need permission because the only I've been given permission by the highest uh, person in the universe. I have life. And I was given life to be able to enjoy my journey and I am enjoying my journey but I would say that if we were all working towards enjoying a good life you know it would be a good life that we would be working towards it would be understanding that you know perhaps Nipsey Hussle was right he was bringing so much opportunity to the young black people and the young black community members he made a lot of people nervous and people get nervous when you can make a difference do you understand that? Because it changes what you, what was. It changes what was, even if it wasn't working. And too bad that it changes what was, because what was was not working. And it's just wonderful that we've been given all these tools to help empower ourselves to understand that hopelessness, hopelessness, hopelessness is not where we live. And understand, you know, I had speech because she sells seashells down by the seashore was difficult for me. Or Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, where is the peck of pickled peppers that Peter Piper picked? But guess what? It was difficult to say those things for a long time to understand that the placement of my tongue was critical to the movement of my lips. But guess what? Children are graded down for not having the right enunciation of words. And if you don't understand that we all operate under the King's English and if you cannot communicate effectively, you cannot bring about change. So therefore, effective communication is what I learned how to do in two minutes or less. As I attended all the wonderful board meetings in Sacramento, California, but I can say something about the board meetings here. These people talk about their personal issues and their personal journey and their personal desires. And it's not about you. And they are not measuring the maintenance of effort that it would take to ensure that 
services are happening for all people and they do not have any information about the program designs and how services are being allocated but what they do do is allocate money out the door and they think the blue is in blue so hmm, I don't know what to say anymore it is one of the major reasons why I start doing the podcast even if you live up there in Summerlin or you live in there in Anthem or no matter where you live in Las Vegas No matter where you live in America, no matter where we are in our journey, if we have children and we have families, this system of public service sector is not something that operates independently without oversight. And understand me when I say that Lauren Hill paid $2.3 million in back taxes, that it affected her. But where was the black community? Because I never had a chance to even know that that was going on when it went down. And she also wore an ankle monitor, was on home arrest, and had maybe even did some jail time, just like Wesley Snipes, just like most black people who have to pay taxes. And just like Nipsey said, $100,000 in taxes was nothing. Okay. Because he realized too. So until we meet again, I'll say 29 minutes, got to sign off. Follow me, like me, and subscribe on Anchor. Follow me on every other platform, but educate yourself.